Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. This is the time when we simply look into the Word of God and say, Lord, what do you have to say to us? You know, so often when you uh, quote-unquote go to church or if you ask somebody about an opinion, whether it's about a political matter or, or religious matter or anything, you'll hear the thoughts of man a lot. So what we seek to do here is say, Lord, what are your thoughts? Lord, what is your mind? And so we've been working our way through the book of Galatians, just really getting started in it. And really the marvelous and the wonderful things that the Lord reveals to us. Uh, it's, it's amazing uh, the detail that he gives and the things that we can see that we so need to hear today uh, from this one portion of Scripture from Galatians. And so let's go to the first chapter of Galatians and pick up where we were. We've already looked, let me see, through the first nine verses. And a quick synopsis of that is that Paul is writing, he describes himself as an apostle, and he emphasizes from the beginning that he was sent through Jesus Christ, sent by God the Father. And he was sent forth with a message. And these people in this group of churches in Galatia had received that message and they believed. He reminds them of the grace and the peace that they have in the Lord and how the Lord Jesus himself had died for our sins and how he's the one who rescues us from the evil age that we live in, the evil age they lived in and the evil age that we lived in. And then he moves on after just a, a marvelous little introduction there and um, a doxology of praise, declaring uh, that to God be all the glory forevermore. And he says, I'm amazed at how quickly you're deserting him. And he starts talking about how they're turning to a different gospel and that someone had, there was disturbing them. Someone was disturbing him. And he says, even if I or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel that is different or contrary to what had been preached before, let him be accursed. And he reiterates that twice. He says it twice. He says, let them be accursed, anybody who does this type of thing, which is a very strong <laughs> statement to be making. But he, he points out something, that there are people that were disturbing them, and they were disturbing them by distorting the gospel, and they wanted to distort the gospel. We saw that in verse 7. And they want to distort the gospel of Christ. And so you start having all these questions about, well, what's going on? What's happening? What's occurring? Now, if you remember, I, I told you that I believe that we can uh, reach a really strong inference of what was occurring by what Paul was saying. Paul was responding to a situation, responding to what's going on. We have the response. And by looking at this response, we can pretty well discern what the situation is. Uh, for instance, if he's sitting there saying that someone uh, is disturbing you and somebody's brought a false, uh, false gospel, well, that's pretty cut and dry. Someone was lying to them about the true nature of the gospel. And that's the bottom line of what's occurring. And so Paul moves on. Let's just pick up verse uh, 10. And he asks some questions. He asks a lot of questions in this book. Uh, they're rhetorical questions. They're questions uh, sometimes to get them thinking other times to acknowledge that he knows what the strategy and the attack was of these that were bringing this division, that were bringing the trouble in. Listen to verse 10 of Galatians 1. Paul says this, For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? 
Or am I striving to please men? So why is it that out of the blue that he asked these, this question? Am I seeking the favor of men or of God? Am I striving to please men? And when you read the balance, which we're about to in just a moment, you start to see, oh, he is addressing statements and questions that were being made about him. So let me tell you what was happening right here. Uh, and we see this when we look overall at the entirety of the letter. And then we'll explain it as we go along. Someone had brought a different gospel, and the different gospel is this. Yes, what Paul said was wonderful. Salvation by grace. The Lord Jesus Christ, he did this dying on the cross for us. He took the sins, yes. But they said this, you know Jesus and you know the grace, but you really need something else. And the something else in this particular instance was circumcision. And we'll see this, like I said, as we go along. In other words, they start, were saying that you need to be under the law first, and then you can be truly saved. Yeah, you may be saved right now. You may think you're saved, but you really don't have a real faith unless you become a Jew first, and then you can become saved. Unless you're under the law first and experience circumcision, then you can be a true believer. And this was a debate that was happening in the early church. Can someone who is a Gentile, someone who's not a Jew, can they be a believer? Paul had come through and he'd already experienced this and God revealed to him, yes, the Jew and can be saved by faith and the Gentile can be saved by faith. Well, in bringing forth this different gospel, this false gospel, not only did they bring forth the teaching, but they started attacking Paul. Same thing happens today, folks. If you start living the truth of the Word of God, if you start learning it, if you start knowing it, if you start living it out, I will guarantee you that you will be attacked. And it's not a guarantee of my own volition because Paul writes later, later to Timothy that all who desire to be Christ-like will undergo trials and tribulations and persecution. And it will usually begin within the so-called household of faith. It will usually begin with the religious ones. I've just seen it happen too many times. I think we all have seen that. It will usually begin with those who profess a particular type of faith and some, but they're not really true believers. And so what these folks were doing were they were attacking Paul. And we'll see various things that they do. Right here, uh, apparently what they were saying was he was doing things to please men. They would be saying that, oh, well, Paul came into here and he's giving you the gospel of grace, which we'll see later. He's giving you this gospel of grace, and he's done that just to ingratiate himself to you, just to where it would please you and you would like him. And then later on we'll find out that they're accusing him of actually going to Jerusalem and going to the apostles and trying to do the same thing, to trying to ingratiate himself to him. And what he's saying is, am I trying to seek the favor of men or am I seeking the favor of God? And the unanswered answer is that he's seeking the favor of God and that he's not trying to please men. He answers the question in the last part of the verse 10. So let me start the beginning again. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Ooh, now that right there, that's, that's probably the profound thought of the day we need to hang on to right there. If you strive to please men, then you will not be a bondservant of Christ. Now, what does it mean? Are you still trying? Are you striving to please men? 
obviously within the context, it means if pleasing man, if receiving the accolades of man, if rising in the eyes of man is above being a bondservant, then you're not a bondservant. In other words, pleasing man becomes your God, becomes your idol. And this apparently was something that was being uh, brought as an accusation before Paul. And he deals with this in, in the balance of the first chapter and in the second chapter, giving examples, speaking forth the truth of what uh, was really happening there with the Galatians, what the attack is all about. The thing I want us to remember today is this. You will not be able to be a bondservant of the Most High God and serve anything else. We must serve the Lord Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean that we're to, uh, you know, go out and be displeasing to man and be rude to man and all this kind of stuff. No, 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 that, that's foolishness. What it does mean is what are you seeking first? The scripture is real clear. You know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and you'll have all these other things. That's what he's calling us to do. So today, determine within your heart and within the spirit and go before the Lord and bring it to him. Say, Lord, I want to press on in and be a bond servant of yours, not pleasing to man for the sake of the gain of man, but pleasing to the Most High God. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.